I'm Sarah Frazier, along with my dear friend, Sammy Kay. Sammy! What's up? Oh, my gosh. Oh. I don't know. There is so much to get to on this show today. We have There's a lot. so much drama in the LBC. There's a lot of drama. There's a lot of personal issues that we have to discuss. Friendships could be lost. Apparently, I don't know if there's a job on the line or a job off the line for you. I'm not sure what's happening. Real quick, do you know what the LBC is? LBC. If I say, you know, there's so much drama in the LBC. In the Lady Bush camp. Lady Bush camp? All right, let's keep it with that. Hashtag Sarah So White. I like that. The LBC. Oh, okay, so um, I am super white. Oh, my God. I've realized this every day in my life. LBC. Long black... No, no, don't just... You were, cl- you were right with long. <laughs> long booty. No. What is it? Long Beach County. Oh, Long Beach <laughs> Like, you're the, that's what I'm saying. Oh, whoops, okay. You ever heard that before, oh, Snoop no, Dogg? You know, no. so much oh drama God. in the LBC. Why am it's so I hard so Snoop white? Oh my God! Okay, never mind. If you, honest to God, if you, if that was a Jeopardy question or a gun to my head, we would have lost. Like, do you understand that song is so old? It could be a Jeopardy question. Like, there's no reason that you shouldn't know that at this point. Think about when that song came out. Like, Sarah, what, 1992? I'm not going to lie. My current ar- favorite artists, honestly, are Colby Collet, John Mayer. Katie Tunstall. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any of her stuff. Um, but who else am I my go-to? I mean, honestly, I'm an old soul. Aretha. I really go back to, like, Aretha Franklin. Do you watch those, like, ASPCA commercials and go, wow, that's a great song? Oh, I used to love Sarah McLachlan. Okay. Oh, my God. So that that's the first thing Lisa you... Lisa Loeb, Let's Forget About It. Oh, my God. I could start this show with Let's Forget About It. Oh, my God. Oh, great. This is the kind of show we're going to do. You know oh. what you should do? You should actually bring back Lilith Fair, Sarah. I think it's about time. <laughs> oh, I would. I would. Because weren't they trying to do that with, like, Tina Fey or... or did Tina Fey play the last one? Didn't she do like stand up there? Oh my god! I would love if this podcast because you are you're a feminist essentially. I mean, yeah. You know, whether and- I want to be or not on this show, I'm a feminist. <laughs> so we could open for Lilith Fair. That would be enormous. Open for Lilith Fair. Mm-hmm. What's up, guys? Next up, Colby Calais. Oh, my God. Realize is one of my favorite songs. If we just realize. Oh, oh my dude, God. no way. That's, Sarah, come on. Really, like, How would you talk about? Like, honestly, how would that With go? With Colby Calais? No, like, you're there, okay? Why would they bring you up on stage? Like, f- to do what, Sarah? For women's rights, Sammy. So you're going to go up there. a trail in the podcast and media world. It's not easy. So you're going to be like, what? Like, hey, I'm Sarah Frazier. Yes. I host a very popular podcast yes. on Podcast One. Correct. I love... Why am I giving your speech here, Sarah? Continue going. And then I would say, who wants to unite the power of the JJ? And, and then, that's when everyone would be like, yeah. Except for I feel like that's not really what Lilith Fair is going for. Rock on! And then oh what? And then you'd be like, and next up, Colby yeah. Calais. And next up. Oh, my God. Let's rage, guys. Bust out those vaginas. Oh, my God. I love this song. Woo. Will you count me in? Yes. For a while now. Oh. Well, Sarah, this is like the coolest like concert I've ever been to. Cause every time I see a bubbly face, I'm so glad I dropped I that acid before it went on stage. Starts in my toes and I crinkle my nose. No, come oh on. My God, Are you I
So you're going to scream there and be like, yeah, release the vagina, vagina power. And then this is going to... Do you think that same audience is there for this? Um, I'm all about timely comedy, you know? Okay. So I was just watching this morning, trying to pass some time, the Ann... Col- well, actually, it was the Rob Lowe roast, but it basically turned into mm. Ann Coulter roast mm-hmm. about how they basically mm-hmm. ragged on that poor Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> and I love Jewel. Jewel gets up there and talks about Ann Coulter, and she's like, as a feminist, I can't support, like, anything that's being said, but as a hater of Ann Coulter, I love this. Like, it was so good! But poor Ann Coulter... I mean, I did feel bad. It was, like, really bad. But then I just wonder, is Ann Coulter an awful person in real no. life, so she deserves it? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, she does. Okay, no, if anything, like, you should have felt bad because she bombed so horribly. She did bomb. Like, bombed horribly when she went on there. Well, look, when Peyton Manning, okay, oh, when God. Peyton Manning is funnier than you, you should definitely reevaluate your life. You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, and I had read that um, the Comedy Central writers had actually wrote jo- had written jokes for Ann Coulter, but she wouldn't use those. She insisted on, I don't know if she used her own or if she used oh, an she own Oh, she has her writer. own people. Probably the same yeah. people that wrote her John Edwards, you know, F word joke from back in the day. <laughs> it's probably the same exact people. You know, what can I say? She's known for her comedy. Oh, God. That roast was painful to watch. It wasn't painful. It was great. I mean, like, it was, right. But I mean, if the poor thing, like, the more they show her as the jokes go on, she's just so upset. I think the problem is, is right now everyone has a pedestal, right? The internet, right? So everyone can sit there and scream. When you were that batshit crazy 30 years ago, maybe you got a couple articles written, maybe you did some conservative journal, but like no one, you know, it wasn't as out there. Like, you know, but now you want to get your message out there and spread it out so much. I'm glad when you get the hate right back. You know, if you're going to sit there and be an idiot, you deserve all that hate back. Well, she's got a ton of it. A ton. Perfect. Um, so anyway, I would, I would, you know, if I were at Lilith Fair opening, I would do some comedy jokes about that. Um, Hillary Clinton's emails. I don't know. Some go-to. Some wiener jokes, you know, about Anthony Give Weiner, me a good wiener joke. What's a good wiener joke, Sarah? <laughs> I'd like to know what's a good wiener joke. Well, I don't have one, like, off the top of my head. you got to work your material. you got to get in front of a crowd. Would you walk in and be like, hey, guys, look at this. I actually brought a relic from a very, you know... Strong woman in women's rights. This is Helen Keller. This was her favorite book. And what would it be? A basketball. <laughs> okay, that's so wrong. Is that wrong or is that funny? Because that's the thing. You want to tell jokes, Sarah. That's a great joke. Right I would there. definitely collaborate with you because you that are joke. the funniest. You should do that joke. You should honestly go up there and do that joke. I think you're trying to get me booed off stage. Sit there, honestly. You know what you should do? You should send a box with a basketball in the Smithsonian and be like, hey guys, we found this relic. We think it should be there. <laughs> It was Helen Keller's favorite book. <laughs> Bring out a basketball. And yeah. Okay. That would be so wrong. All right. Anyway, um, tons to get to on this show today. First of all, uh, we have two major personal dilemmas going on. I don't even know what's going to happen on this show because Sammy apparently has been contacted by one of our old bosses via email. Mm-hmm. And all he says to me before this show starts is, there was the way that my friends thought that Sammy was going to react to this. And then there's the way that I did react to this. And I'm like, oh boy, oh boy, oh God, what does this mean? And I have one guess as to why they reached out to you. All right, what's your guess as to why they reached out first off? Well... From what you told me, this is a Cumulus boss, so which is a radio company. Yeah. My guess is it has something to do with every once in a while, we will still try and see if you can log into the text line for Jack Diamond's morning show, which, by the way, if you listen to us and you're not in the D.C. area, there's this old fart that replaced us, Jack Diamond, on 107.3, and this company, they're such moron. I mean... I, 
They haven't morons. changed their passwords. They, yeah, they're morons in this way. They've never changed the password. So here we are almost a year of being fired later and flipping to Jack. And, and I can still, still go in there and respond to text messages. I've responded to numerous. They still haven't figured out why. We go in there why. and we're like, hey, it's Jack. Would you put my you know, my dick in your mouth? And then we hit send. <laughs> and they never catch on. So my guess is they've caught on. And that's why you got the email. Okay. Well, that's a, that's a great guess. Tell you no, 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 okay. no, no, no. Because then the other dilemma that I wanted to talk to you today about, and I need advice. I seriously need advice on this. So somebody owes me money. They owe me six hundred and twenty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. But by calling her out, I'm gonna I'm gonna call her out because I want to know if I if I should pursue this, let this go. And I think the the side effect of this is we may lose a friendship, somebody that we're mutually friends with. Okay. So if somebody owes you money. And then a friendship is on the line. Do you just let it go? Like, wh- what would you do? You know this situation. Well, I think that thing, it depends on how much money. You know what I mean? There's a certain amount that I don't care about, and then there's a certain threshold which I go, ah, fuck them. <gasps> oh, play that disclaimer, I already baby. did it. Look at this. Look play at this. Play that disclaimer. Proud of myself. <laughs> This is a statement intended to specify or delimit the scope of rights and obligations that may be exercised and enforced by parties in a legally recognized relationship. Wait, what? This is your disclaimer. The Hey Frage podcast may not be suitable for all years. Oh. Went a whole 11 minutes without saying the F word. Or 10 minutes, actually. Uh, and then also coming up um, as, a, as a quick story that I want to talk about, um, did you know what Jigaboos meant? Like, would you nickname your classroom? Hey, you bunch of Jigaboos. Are you kidding me? Absolutely not. Okay. Um, well, we'll discuss a teacher in Texas getting into a lot of trouble for nicknaming her class that and then essentially begging for forgiveness because she did not she's realize an idiot? what it was really uh, about. Oh, really? Really? You don't think... Well, How I gotta the, say, I might be on her is, side because I'm not... That, I mean, obviously, it's a derogatory term. We'll talk about that. But... I might be on her side in the sense that I, too, have been caught in this, like, I did it with you. And I'll talk about that. And I had no idea that's what it meant. Okay. So we have that to talk about. Uh, really quickly, though, I did want to read an email. You guys can always reach out to us with your feedback, your thoughts. And we love, like, a great story lead. Um, Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at HeyFrage.com. But I want to say hello uh, to Nicole, who wrote to us. And she says, Sarah and Sammy, well, I hope you're happy. You've ruined me. I can't. No, won't. Go back to lame-ass radio. So today, I just didn't. At 8 a.m. this morning, I usually switch to a a, uh, radio app for a nationally syndicated morning show. But today, I didn't tune in. And I've deleted the app from my phone altogether. Ooh. My name is Nicole. Savage. It's so good. My name is Nicole, and I'm a phrasiac. P.S. And I know this may seem like a complete 180, but I'm a lifelong DMV resident. I need to know Sammy's view on DC's mumbo sauce. Love it? Hate it? Got a special recipe? Ooh. But, okay, here's the thing. What is, I don't even know what mumbo sauce is. Jesus. All right, this whole episode is just going to be hashtag Sarah's so white. That's what this whole episode is going to be labeled after all of this. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Honest to God. What is wrong with me? Do I not, am I not culturally diverse? You don't. Here's the thing is you go and you go to places that are safe for you, right? And you go, well, I go out. And you insist to yourself and you tell yourself, because this is part of what I think your therapy tells you to do is to, like, you know, look at yourself and be like, you know, really give yourself positive compliments, you know? I Say you did a good therapists. job, right? Say you did a good job. When in all reality, going to the burger joint a block from your place, you know, in Arlington isn't really venturing out, you know? If you stay in your little suburban neighborhood, it's not really venturing out, you know? And to get some, like, mumbo sauce, which... 
the debate can go on forever. First off, it's a Chicago-based sauce that was kind of taken from us, and we've embraced it here. You know, okay, we've so made it, it originated our own. in Chicago. But that's only like that's if you're looking historically speaking. But everyone knows mumbo sauce is from DC. Any like you know, hole in the wall Chinese restaurant, carry out spots, man. Every place has their own recipe of mumbo sauce. It's delicious. I personally like the mumbo sauce at Yum's carry out the most. That's my jam and jam. I have eaten at Yum's. But yeah, there's no way you've eaten at Yum's. No way. Um, isn't that the one with really great soul food? Oh, that's Uzanaz. Okay, now I haven't eaten it. Yeah, 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 I was going <laughs> to... Wait, so what is mumbo sauce, though? Is it's it like, like a, a hot mix. sauce? No, it's like, I mean, it can't be. Yeah, it's like there's like it's like a mix almost, you know? And you get, it's like almost sweet and sour barbecue, some vinegar, some ketchup. It's like oh, this mix, but it in. tastes like sweet and sour and barbecue together, which is delicious, you know, D.C. air and water mixed in. It's fantastic. So my guess is when Nicole asks if you love it or hate it, love you it. love it. I love mumbo sauce. And the other thing, because I can go there, it's strictly D.C. Like, there's this gas station I go to on 14th Street. Okay. Not the fancy one that you and everyone's going to be like, oh, I've been there. I know you don't go to this one because it's an Amico two blocks up in the shadier part of the neighborhood. Okay. Right? And they sell drumsticks for $1.50. That, some mumbo sauce. Man, that's my lunch most days. That's just mm-hmm. delicious. Oh, my God. No, I'm, I am missing you out You have on. to have mumbo sauce. Like, there's certain D.C. things that you only get in D.C. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to get them in Maryland. Even though we're such such a small area and you have Maryland and Virginia literally bordering us right there, you're never, ever going to get these things there. So, you know? do you ever make mumbo sauce? Like, do you have I'm, your own mumbo sauce that you would publish? Because uh, clearly there are people that want this recipe. Well, here's the thing is I've actually tried to make it before, but then you realize that when you buy all the ingredients, you're like, why can't I just get it for free with my carryout? Like, I'll just ask for extra next time. You Got know? it. Uh, but I will say I have actually recently, there is a capital city mumbo sauce. Like, they actually start to bottle mumbo sauce and sell it at some, like, grocery stores. Really? And I found it, like, I bought it at Glenn's Garden Market. And uh, it's actually, your thing. It's more of, like, a barbecue sauce, I'd say. So it's not as, like, runny and, like, you know, it's not as runny and, like, bright orange okay. as I'm used to mumbo sauce being. But it's legit. It's, like, pretty good. And what's the name of that again? Now I want to try it. Just Look up mumbo sauce. For, there's one mumbo sauce company. In D.C. There's one vegan okay. pork rind company. And there's one mumbo sauce company. We're not hard to find. Snacklins! So, so, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's awesome. Like, I like mumbo sauce. You got to. It's like a D.C. thing, you know? I love this. You have to do what they do when you're there. You know what I mean? That's what I say. Like, if you've been in D.C. and you haven't had mumbo sauce yet, you need to go get some wings. Or, by the way, when they say wings, it's the whole actual chicken wing, okay? They don't cut it up into three little pieces for you, like two little pieces for you. The whole wing, some mumbo sauce, bam. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Okay. Well, there you go. So you can email us anytime. Uh, a couple of click stories before we talk about our what's going on in our personal lives. And, oh God, we need your advice big time. Um, so, Sammy, I wanted you to know, you know, I think probably most people know this, but since I was like a year old, my mom has been collecting. We've been collecting dolls together. I was going to say, don't say your mom. This is you. You have been an equal partner in this insanity. <laughs> I have a 500 doll collection. <laughs> but I want you to know that's nothing because now a woman is revealed in California that she has $70,000 worth of a Barbie doll collection so i just want you to know and by the way she's like thousands of followers on instagram because she's made over her kitchen into a complete barbie kitchen and her toilet oh like yeah if you were hooking up with a girl and she had that toilet would you be would i be afraid yes because she lives in a fantasy world <laughs> i'd be like what color is the sky where you live what color is it 
What color is the sky in your world? Well, pink, of course, for Barbie. Here it is. This is her kitchen. No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> so First you off, you're an date adult. And, like, here's the thing is it's not even... Here's how you know she's got some sort of, like, you know, like she needs therapy of some sort. Because she's not doing, like, the modern Barbie logos. She's doing, like, the 80s Barbie logos. She's doing old school Barbie. She's not doing, like, the new look, the modern. It's not like she just loves Barbie. She is addicted to something that ha- – she is, you know, in search, yearning for something that happened during this time period when she used to play with Barbies of that sort. That now she does it for her entire house. Pretty sure that that's batshit crazy. Well, here's what she says. I, I've never looked at Barbie this way, but she says that Barbie is actually very inspirational. Barbie shows girls and women that you can have and be anything you want. She knows how to have fun. She has many professions. Sometimes she's a teacher, then a doctor, then a dancer. And she shows us all the opportunities that women have. Do you uh, look Usually at it's a like dancer, that? then a doctor, but okay. <laughs> That's how it usually goes in, in the history of people, yeah. True, you dance to become a doctor. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's 34 years old. Azusa? Yeah, but Azusa how is that Sakamoto. sitting there? Okay, you know what? And your child looks at that and goes, wow, that's a realistic body type. I can't wait to look like that when I'm older. And that never happens. I think it's a stretch as well. Uh, believe it or not, though, she's not the she does not have the largest Barbie doll collection. The Guinness World Record title uh, belongs to a German woman who has the very first original doll. Oh, my God. And she apparently has 15,000 different Barbie doll items. So, anyway, I just wanted you to know there are other women out there that... But you're close, though. You're close. Like, you're definitely top 100 when it comes down to crazy doll ladies in the world. I am not even close at all. Um, Did you... Are you walking away from Chipotle? Because a lot of people are up in arms about Chipotle tweeting this week about sex and marijuana in a desperate attempt to win back millennials. When's the last time you've eaten at Chipotle? I don't eat at Chipotle. Neither do I. Why did you stop? Because I used to... thinking about this why did i stop eating there because four years ago i used to eat there at least once a week like i was i loved it oh i never was like that why i would only go there when it was in college and it was near us because we couldn't leave like you know that area and so it was either popeyes chipotle armand's pizzeria was too expensive you know what i mean like all the places were too expensive in this dc neighborhood so we'd go to chipotle because you get a lot of food for cheap once i got out of college i stopped eating it you know what i mean yeah i and like it was randomly i'd randomly if my friends were out and we're like uh what do you want to all right let's just go to chipotle i guess you know what i mean but it wasn't like i never went out of my way to go get chipotle i just never found it good i mean i I, hear the thing i never felt like i truly bought the food i always felt like i rented it you know what i mean well no i don't know what you mean it's a poop joke sarah okay like it's just it goes in and I get this. I have the stomach ache afterwards. Oh, I get it. I all get that it. Corn, yes. you know, it's just not the same. So I just, I'd rather go somewhere else. Okay, now I got it. Well, I feel like I guess with, with all these things, right? No matter what you have, a product, uh, a restaurant, I feel like you're always going to have a period where it's really hot and then maybe really not. So I guess I'm surprised Chipotle is so shocked that millennials aren't eating there anymore. Also, remember, guy, like, you think about it, Chipotle. What five, six, like shit, ten years ago, when they like when they yeah, when they first started, became like, hot, when they started yeah. blowing, blowing up. That was the only place you could go to that you could literally be like, I want this, I want this, 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 and this, and this. You know what I mean? But now they have hundreds of places that do that Chipotle-style, fast, casual, where you can just buy it, pick what you want, pop it, and go. That Why am I going to go get only the Mexican version when there's literally, I mean, now if I look around burgers, here, dude, everything. there's a burger version, a pizza version, there's an Indian food version, there's a Mediterranean food yeah. version, there's a Greek food version, there's like every, every, version. every version where I can just go there and be like, okay, well, here, 
You know, there's a Japanese version. There's a Thai version now. Well, uh, so here's what they tweeted out, by the way, on Tuesday. They just wrote, how many burritos? 69 or 420? And then people just started trolling them. Uh, at Chipotle, you got to chill. Chipotle responded, why? Another person wrote, this is pretty inappropriate. It's like someone's dad trying to be cool. A third person asked if the tweet was real, and Chipotle responded, as real as this burrito I'm eating. What? I just feel like, I don't know. I mean, I like their tactic of, I think if Chipotle started trolling customers, that would be great. But, I mean. Yeah, but it's, it is. I it is. Know. It's like you're, you know, it's like you're middle-aged mother all of a sudden coming up and, you know, going and buying a juicy sweatsuit, walking in front of all your friends and being like, what? I'm cool. I'm the cool mom. I'm the cool mom. Like, no, that's not going to happen. In the wake of the E. coli outbreak that sickened customers in 14 states, and you probably remember I think the whole entire chain had to shut down until they could figure out what was going on. It's been really hard for them to regain customers. But, I don't know. I always, when brands do that, it's like, focus on the product. Although I could say that for myself. <laughs> I was going to say, It's yeah. easy to get off track. <laughs> That's the pot. Oh, my God. It is the truth. Um, in Texas, a teacher is apologizing. So far, she has not been fired after she nicknamed her classroom of fourth graders a bunch of jigaboos. Mm. If you didn't realize that jigaboo is an offensive term, it is. This was uh, a teacher and the principal. They sent out a... Um, a a note apologizing for it and it was after a parent brought it to their attention um the teacher also had head up there calling the classroom the dream team and then you guys are a bunch of jigaboos okay i i mean here's the thing the teacher according to the statement that was given was extremely apologetic and had not known that it was commonly known as a derogatory reference to african-americans so then why would you call a bunch of people something if you have no idea what it means <laughs> but do you think like it you're was a fucking those- teacher no you're a teacher come on now like you are a teacher you're gonna sit there and tell them and tell the kids call them a bunch of names that you don't even know what they mean like so- you should be fired for that like you should be fired for that reason like, how you are you going to argue? Yes. Think, okay. Okay, because there's no reason you should not know. All right, so one thing, Sarah, when you don't know what LBC stands for from a Snoop Dogg song from 20 years ago, this is a term that has been used to racially profile and, you know, and, and to actually sit there and put down African Americans for fucking almost 100 years, you know, for over 100 years. Like, look at that. And now you're going to sit and be like, I didn't know. Shut up. You're a teacher. Well, I feel terrible because I once came in here and called you Sambo, which yeah. I did not realize was a derogatory well, term that, either. But that's a derogatory term because the book is so derogatory. You know what I mean? That's at least something that's very not as well known. Everyone knows the term jigaboo. Like, and that's bullshit that they're even allowed to say that. Like, that's well, offensive. So far, she's kept her job, but she could be losing it. And um, the school has issued an apology. That's like walking into a school like, and be like, oh, what's up, all my camel jockeys? Like... <laughs> Like, holy shit. Like, you can't say that. Like, how stupid are you? Like, well, I didn't know that. I was just saying because, like, you know, they were really slow and it's like they were riding camels, you know, because they were going really slow. I was like, no, no, no. There's no way that you can sit there, even if you can spin it however way you can spin it, that you did not know that that was wrong. And if you didn't know what the actual meaning meant and you thought you had an idea but wasn't sure, there's a thing called Google nowadays. You I'm can literally not type it spinning in. this at all. So, like, no, I don't know. I just find it's like, it's just that's an idiot teacher trying to get her job back was it a bunch of black kids in the class i don't know and actually correction it wasn't fourth graders it was sixth and seventh graders even worse i'm I'm not sure if it doesn't say how diverse the school was but it does say that a a parent brought it to their attention 
Um, yeah. Oh my God. I would hope so. Um, did you ever have any friends that went to ITT Technical Institutes? <laughs> no, Sarah. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I just, There's no. probably people listening to this podcast that know somebody or they themselves may have attempted to a- attend ITT Maybe Technical it was just Institutes. my friends' parents and, like, my parents, but... I remember being in Iowa, and kids brought that up. The parents were like, absolutely not. You just like they knew it was a fraud then. <laughs> well, they it's go, closing what? its doors. No, really. Yes, and it's leaving. It's forty students out of school. The announcement follows 40? the Department of Education banning this school. Forty. They had forty thousand. Oh, I was gonna say. I thought you said forty. <laughs> I was like, ITT Tech had forty students. No, forty thousand. Uh, students may also be able to have their loans forgiven. My God, I would hope so. The school, which has been operating for nearly 50 years, said in a statement, quote, with what we believe a complete disregard by the U.S. Department of Education for due process to the company, hundreds of thousands of current students and alum and more than 8,000 employees will be negatively affected. So ITT tried to fight it, but the U.S. Department of Education shut them down. Oh, no, really? Because you're telling me that the professors don't even, uh, like, actually have any sort of teaching certifications? I know. What a fraud. ITT has been the subject of several investigations over the past 15 years of allegations of fraud and predatory loan practices. That's and that's bull. what I had heard, too. They just sort of... But I thought that if I sat at home and I played video games all day long, and then I watched that ITT Tech commercial, and I went to ITT Tech within one and a half years, you know, of mediocre eight-hour-a-week training, I could somehow also make video games, Sarah. That's what they promised me in that commercial. <laughs> yeah, and it's fraud. I mean, I don't. I, I wonder. I just wonder here around like the DC area because that's obviously where we're based. All on. right, I, I want to. No, that's what you gotta do. We should do our next three sides. Whatever you want to do, you should do it on someone that went to Trump University, someone that went to ITT Tech, and someone that went to Phoenix. Okay, University of oh Phoenix. Oh my god! And and what? Find out what and they're just, doing. I just want to find out. Like, oh okay, god, honestly, tell me what it was. Like, how was it? ITT Phoenix or Trump or Trump Institute. The Trump University, right? Genius. God, you're good. That is so amazing. Uh, Lastly, for some click stories, when I comment on your Facebook, are you as euphoric as if you were married or you had a kid? Like when I write, Sammy, you're funny as hell. Nice work. Like, does that give you such a high? Does that give you a high? I don't actually read my comments from this time. (laughs) Here's the thing, you know, because if I do read them, which you can tell how rarely I read them, I'll comment back, right? And I comment back maybe once every, like, I think month. the last one was a woman who got on a tear about Muslims, and you wrote Oh, no, to her. but see, I talked to someone before. I've talked to, some, I've talked to a few people in between that. Like, I'll comment randomly on people's stuff, but it's only if I happen to be there, I happen to see it, I happen to be, like, you know, free. I'm like, all right, cool. Oh. And I'll comment. So, like, I rarely ever comment back because I don't really look at the comments. But if I do, like, I'll troll people all the time. I told you my favorite thing to do is yeah. when people add me on Facebook, I confirm them, and I'll find a picture from, like, six, seven years ago, and I'll write down, damn, who's that fine piece of ass? <laughs> Knowing it's, like, their ex or someone tagged in it or something like that, and it'll just, like, bring up all these bad memories. <laughs> that's terrible. So That's, that's my, like an awful strategy. It's not awful. It's hysterical. When are you going to penetrate? When are you going to just like... What am I going to penetrate? Like, what are you talking about? I'm pretty sure I just penetrated the internet with that, so... I know, but I'm just saying, when are you going to exube uh, or just, no. you know... Put Let's start making out? up more words. When am I going to penetrate or exube love? When are you just going to give out love? You know, do you ever think you could have a day where you just wish everyone well? I do wish everybody well. You do? I do, all the time. Oh, but good. I also... But here's the thing, I'm realistic, too, and I realize that, you know... 
I don't like There's that. yin and yang in life, all right? So I wish people well, and I wish people, you know, stupidity. I wish them both. Okay. So? Um, well, this research says that um, Facebook makes people as happy as like having a kid or a marriage which I find really hard to believe researchers from Carnegie Mellon University and Facebook showed personalized posts and comments make people happier but simpler interactions such as likes don't have the same effect so if you like a picture no one cares what makes people feel good is when those they know and care about write personalized posts or comments Oh, my God. I mean, is this, like, really? We've come to that, that that's, like, on the same path. It makes you as happy as marriage or kids. That's what you do, isn't it? You write on I see this all the time. It's like Sarah commented on four people for their birthday today. Well, I like wishing people a happy birthday. See? So you do it, and look, it. that makes them feel like it's their child. I guess so. I guess it's making their... I'm like, but if they're relying on that to make them happy, oh... Because I'm with you. I mean, look, I try to respond to people when they write to us as much as I can. Because I think if you take the time, I like to write back. But I didn't realize that your happiness was weighing on it. Now I feel bad for everybody that I never wrote back. put in perspective, Sarah, how little I care about Facebook, I just added my sister on Facebook this morning. And that's, I mean, my God, I can't even believe that. That's been years. Years. <laughs> Facebook's been out for 100 Dude, years. I didn't even, here's the thing, I didn't even know she had a Facebook until randomly. <laughs> it was telling my dad and it showed like, oh, you must also know so-and-so. And I was like... I do know her. That's my stepsister. Holy shit. All right. I should probably add her. We got to get into this, these two stories because I feel like people are waiting on the edge of their seats. I am. What the hell? You get a, You get an email from the higher-ups at Cumulus. I'm going to drop his name. Gary Pizzotti. I don't care. Okay. So Gary Pizzotti emails you. What? He what? emails me, right? This and I get this I'm random. I'm I'm sweating. I'm sweating so much. My armpits hurt. So I randomly get this email. I'm just like, like I, and it was right after I left the show, right? So I'm waiting for Yesterday. the I'm waiting for the bus oh, outside. Lord. And all of a sudden, it's this email from Gary Pizzotti. And I was like, wait, how do I know this name? Who is this guy? Oh, wait, that's the dude that used to yell at Ty for parking his car in the parking garage and yes. not moving it. And he's like an uh, he's like an executive in Cumulus somehow. I think he does what? Doesn't he do like all the accounting or all the paperwork yeah, or some I bullshit like that? Yeah, I think he on the sales side. So, anyways, I get an email, by the way, from his direct email, like his personal email, right? Okay. Okay, like this isn't like some Cumulus one. This is a personal email. Oh, God. And it's got his cell phone number, everything. And it all says, Samuel. Are we all set for our install this Friday morning? <laughs> all right. Now, think about this. All right. Now, this is what's going through my mind at this point. In my head, think about all the things I could have done right now. I have his cell phone number. Oh I have his personal email. And he thinks that I'm coming to install something on Friday. <laughs> all right. So, in my head, I don't have, we don't have a podcast on Friday. I go, great. I'm going to have the greatest weekend ever. I'm going to do something on Friday. Spend the next two nights in jail. It'll be totally worth it. Oh, my God. No, not even worried, right? So I'm sitting there. I'm, like, plotting on the bus all the shit I'm going to do. Like, <laughs> what should I do? Should I, like, first off, I should call and be like, yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I'm out of town. Um, you know, where's this install again? Want to make sure I can send my crew there. I'm going to hire some, you know, backup people. Just, like, I could do that. Pretend like I'm actually going to show up and then never show up and he gets this shit out of luck. Or I was thinking, well, what if I call in and I just keep on trying to up the price on him and see if I can, you know, like, see if I can just so totally good. screw the deal for everybody, you know, but I was like, ah, no, okay. I was like, all right, so here's what I'm going to do. I, I was thinking the phone number, I was going to sign him up for a bunch of, like, you know, like, college oh, loans. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Porn site, Por- like, no, everything. Col- no, if you really want to piss somebody off, sign them up for college loans, okay? Say that they owe college loan debt, they will get a thousand phone calls a day. <laughs> 
right? Like all this, this stuff. This is amazing. And I'm thinking, wow, you know what? This is great. So instead, I sit there. I'm looking, and I see this like elderly lady, you know, get on the bus. And for some reason, she reminded me of the people I used to work with at Cumulus. And I was like, man, these people are all old and stupid. Like they have no idea what's going on. Samuel, are like, we all like, set for the install? Like, Samuel, so are we all you- set for our install this Friday morning? So I called well, I him. I think you should go. So here, no, so anyway, so I ended up doing the nice thing, right? And I called the cell phone number from my cell phone. I was like, hello, is this uh, Gary Pisati? <laughs> you know, I had to say it like that. He's like, uh, yeah, this is Gary Pisati. Uh, come on, he's on the other one on. I was like, well, um, hello, this is uh, Sammy about the install on Friday. He goes, oh, Samuel, right? Yeah, what's up, man? Okay, good. I'm glad I got to hold you. I was like, well, here, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it this Friday because my name is Sammy K, and you fired me from Cumulus seven months ago. Oh, my God. Maybe you don't remember, but I sure as hell do. So, unfortunately, I think you have the wrong email, so I'm just giving you a heads up, man. I know your company's falling apart. but it's just, Oh, my God. But, you know, you probably should at least email the correct people, you know? He's like, okay, <laughs> click. Oh my god, that's all he said to you? Oh yeah, because what the fuck's he gonna do at that point? Like, I'm, he was around people. You could tell he was with people because it's his personal cell phone. God, that's so good. So I just, you know, I appreciate that. So that's why earlier you were talking about they haven't even changed their passwords. I can still get on their text message. Look, they emailed me to come install something on Friday, and they fired me seven months prior to Oh, my God. That is so good. So here's the thing. I could have done all this mean stuff. Instead, I just told them, hey, man, sorry. You got the wrong guy. You actually fired me seven months ago, but that would make sense that you guys would be confused over at QM. Good karma is coming your way. So, that is like, you totally did the right thing. Uh, but I should have. Honestly, I oh, was Oh, that would have been so good. Was, we could have messed with them so much. What I was going to do is I was hoping it was like an install like in Atlanta, like in their headquarters, and then I was just going to go on Craigslist and be like, here you go, guys. I'm getting money for this install. Here's a hundred bucks. I just need you to go in this building, say that you're Samuel, say that you're here for this install, and I need you to take a dump on the floor and walk out. <laughs> like that's it. I just want you to go in there, just sit there, go there, and be like, ah. And when they ask you, like, be like, oh, I'm all done. Go check out the work. Walk out the door, and then when they go in, it's just going to be a turd in the middle of the floor. You are like, brilliant. So oh. luckily, look at. I feel like I got it good. But if you'd like to, we can call him right now and tell him what's up. Good karma. I got his. I got his cell phone number right here. What are we gonna say now, though? Just be like, hey, man, you still ready? You still down for the install on Friday? <laughs> Do you want to? No, Sarah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, Sarah. <laughs> well, I was just like, oh, maybe we could just call it's him. It's still illegal. Like, hey. Remember this? You can't legally call people. That's why they have actors do it on every other station. <laughs> Whatever. You forget about this. Oh, my God, Sammy. That story was so good. You always have oh, the best man. stories. So, yeah, I told him, And sorry, now we have to part late of mine, which isn't even nearly as good. And I also, maybe if you noticed my Twitter, I didn't get any likes or anything, but I saw some people, like, saw it because I can see, like, the analytics. But I did... Right on his tweet. I did tweet at him saying, hashtag wrong email, bro. So, oh, my God. He's on Twitter? That's, like, amazing in itself. Well, he's got, like, 400 followers. So, you know, he's a oh. big shot. <laughs> I freaking love Good that. Good for him. Good for him. And just saying, oh, and hanging up. Oh, my God. That's a fucking riot. Oh, so. my God. Um, okay. Well, my story's not nearly as interesting. Well, then you should have let me go last. I always should know this. Why do I always ask you first when I know that you're going to have the best stories? Because we should have ended with that. My story is this. So I honestly want to know what you think I need to do. And I love other people's opinions. But a little backup. Okay. A couple live shows ago, June 1st, 
Our special guest was Omarosa. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows her as the reality oh, star. dropping the name. All right, cool. I'm going to, right? Do you think I should? Uh, well, you're already dead now, and I'm not using the bleep Whatever. button. I know. So I'm just going to say it, okay? She is a guest on our show, and there was a lot of back and forth. We never, ever, ever pay our guests, okay? But she was coming in from California. She wanted to get a talent fee. She ends up getting that talent fee arranged with somebody else. But to confirm that she will be here, she wanted, through our friend Paul Warden, mm-hmm. a, a $600 deposit so she could get her plane ticket. So I get on the phone. I say, hey, look, I'll give you the $600 so you can book your ticket so you know you're going to be here. And you can reimburse me once you get paid for your appearance. Cool. We have a verbal agreement. Okay. Nothing on paper. So... The the live show comes. It was kind of a hot mess. If you were there, you know. You witnessed the whole thing. Um, and then after, I've never heard a word. So probably about a month and a half ago, I sent her a PayPal invoice because that's how I sent her the money. Mm-hmm. Just saying, hey, you know, thanks for being on our show. Here's our, you know, we, we agreed upon. And then she wrote me back and she said, I need this in paper form. Send her the paper one. I've been emailing her ever since. I've never heard a word. And in fact, I brought it up to our mutual friend, Paul Warden. And I said, hey, look. Your friend owes me money. Uh, you know, can you talk to her about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So since then, I feel like things have been a little bit strange. Like, Paul and I have not talked about it again. And I just want to know, like, do you think I need to drop it? Because there's a chance. I mean, I believe that she is. She said that she's the member of or head of Trump's African-American relations or correspondent or whatever. So what are you worried about? Well, if he becomes president, like, if it really happens, then basically, if I, like, make a big deal about this, I'm sure she could probably look up my social security number and then also give it to a college loan site. Oh, <laughs> I think you're giving her way too much credit, right? She's just a plain out evil woman, right? Like, you know this song? Yes! Mm-hmm. That's Amorosa's theme song right here, so... That's what she does. She walks in, the song just kicks up every time. I think you gotta sit there and actually, like... Do it. I mean, what are you worried about? What should about? I do? What should I? I mean, what? what how am I going to get back? You think I just tweet at her? Hey, you owe me money, bitch. I just caused a pissing match <laughs> with an executive of a major media corporation, Sarah. If I can do it, you can too. Okay. All right, so I should just say, what do you think I should do? Take now, go to public action? We've emailed several times. You should be like, <laughs> give me my money, bitch. <laughs> I know that hair ain't real. Rosa, give me my money, bitch. Ask Trump to give you some. That's it. Like call uh, Trump and get some money. I, why? Why wouldn't you? Like why I wouldn't you just go after? Like he thinks it's six hundred bucks. Like it's a pretty good amount of money. Yeah, like, six hundred twenty-five dollars. So me. I would sit there and be like, all right. Well, clearly you're doing so well because think about it, what's worse is her. Think about this, Sarah. Okay, fine. I'm gonna then fine. We'll start a Twitter. You know what? War. Fuck it. Twitter better feed. even better than that. Don't even fuck with Twitter. Don't okay. even fuck with that. Okay, hey, what do I Let's do with? this the right way. All Let's right. do this the smart way. Well, think about this. How would Sam, how would Sammy have done it? Like, how would I have? How should I have dealt with that cumulus executive? Right? I should have done what I really wanted to do, sir, and I didn't. I played the nice way. I said something a little bit backhanded about him firing me, whatever. But that's not really that bad. You know what I okay. mean? Okay. You doing a Twitter battle? Eh, it's a little backhanded, but it's not really that bad. I say we reach out. Judge Joe Brown, Judge Judy, okay, and you actually take her to small claims court. You this take is her genius. 
is. You are on her, fire today. You take her to small claims court because she's not going to respond to the TV thing. She's like, no, hell no. Like, you know she's not going <laughs> to. So what you do is you legit take her to small claims court in D.C. just knowing that that information is going to go out and what's going to be more damaging to her career? The fact that she is so broke ass that she can't pay $625 as the head of brilliant. Trump's campaign or... That she's being sued by, like, think about it. how's she gonna come, like, think about it. what's worse, Sarah? Who has more to lose at this one? You have you have six hundred and twenty five dollars to lose. She has national headlines hitting the story, be like, Amarosa sued for six hundred and twenty five dollars? <laughs> question mark. Like, you know, this is what we're gonna do. God, I gotta research this. Do yeah, you, what do you do? Fire up a warning? For, did this, you email her and go and take you to small claims court? No, no, fuck that. You get you get a lawyer first. Look at right now. We've talked about it. Someone will email us about it. We, we need a lawyer. Take her to small claims courts. Or why? Because nothing is more insulting than being taken to small claims court. <laughs> Nothing is. You are on point Nothing today. Nothing is. Like, what's going to damage your reputation more? Think about it. You are on point today. That is so good. Now that is some, now that is some class A media bullying right there, Sarah. That's how you do it. That's how you do oh, it that right there. That is so genius. You know, that's this is what Omarosa would do. She's trying like you're worried because she's going to sit there and use her leverage of her spot to come after you and say things about you that are Great. Genius. Let's do this. Oh, my God. This is so good. I can't wait. I wonder how long it's... Oh, my God. I can't... Think about how... Are you going to come with me that day? she is going to shit her smoothie out so quickly when she gets a subpoena (laughs) for $625 in in Virginia... In Arlington County Superior Small Courts. Oh, my God. Oh, God. That is the best. That will be so awesome. That is exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to look into... Well, first of all, we need an attorney. Are you an attorney? Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at HeyFrage.com. Point, like, Please, uh, will you I, help us? I can't speak for Sarah, but I'd be willing to give you a half of the half of the bounty. All right, if you could somehow work, this, yes. you can keep all that money. Get this going, just so we can take. I want Amarosa to show up to small claims court in Virginia and just be like, "Do you think?" She's gonna have to. Either, she's got to show her center representative, and regardless, it's gonna be hysterical. This is amazing. Who's that guy that we like got into a Twitter Twitter feud with? Um, Mike Slocum. Do you think Slocum would represent me? I don't know no. after what you said. Yeah, okay. Let me, let me let me do some research on my boy. Mike All right, Slocum. if you're an attorney, look, will you t- will you help us take Omarosa to small claims court for six hundred and twenty five dollars? <laughs> Seriously, that is petty, that is but so, so good. good. You need to be following us on social media, by the way. Sammy is on Snapchat, on Twitter, and on Instagram under the Sammy K, not T he Sammy K, T H E S A M Y K. No, it's T he Sammy K because I'm a funny man, as someone told me. They you go, are. Oh, funny I thought man. it was. Was Teehee. No, no, it's not. Um, I'm on Instagram and on Twitter. Hey Frage, H-E-Y-F-R-A-S-E, and Hey Frage Show Show on Snapchat. Oh my God, what an incredible show today! Dude. I can't even. Do you, Amorosa, pledge to tell the truth? Nothing but the truth. So help you, Trump. I do. Mm-hmm. You are being sued by the plaintiff for $625 and one swift back slap to the back of the head. That's right, bitch. Check out this mustache in your face. That's actually pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. I would, I would probably mess with that. I'm not going to lie to you, Seth. Oh, my God. Oh, gosh. Too funny. Right. Wait, are we still going in the show? I have no, no we idea can where do. we are. We can be done. I have no be... idea. But we, like, are we close? I feel like I've had so much fun. I don't know. Are, are you done, Sarah? Depends. Oh, no. I, oh, I've got another. I mean, I do have another advice question that somebody wrote in. They peed themselves. 
Oh, do I want to talk? Okay, yeah, hell no, I'm not standing in the show yet. Okay, fine, fine. So uh, here's here's the dilemma, right? All right, here's the the person needs advice. So they write, Dear Sarah and Sammy. This is more a Dear Sammy question because I do this a lot, but keep You've going. You've peed in, this is actually peeing in someone else's bed. Have you done this? Oh, no, but I've kicked out girls for doing that in my bed. What is, okay. Um, she writes, hey, you guys, love the podcast, but I need some advice. I've been seeing a guy for about two months, a little under two months. Uh, needless to say, last week and I went out, I was not anticipating going to see him, but he texted me late night and I went over to his house. Um, in the morning, I woke up. I've obviously been drinking a lot and I realized that I had peed the bed and the guy was gone. I was super embarrassed, took the sheets and left and then texted him a couple days later. So he you told stole me, the man's sheets? Yes. Okay, all right, keep going. He told me that he realized that obviously an accident had happened and he went out and purchased a steamer. I volunteered to clean, have the mattress cleaned, and I cleaned his sheets for him. But now he's asking me if I will reimburse him for a full steamer. This seems a little excessive. It's an over $200 steamer. I'm wondering if I need to buy it. So he goes out and per- I mean, there's so many things wrong with this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you've actually had you've had hookups that have been peed in your bed? Oh, dude, this girl. As adults? This, as an adult. This girl, we went out, we partied, go back to my place, clearly did what people do. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, I just feel like <laughs> this wet puddle coming around. I was like, what the, f- what the hell? What the fuck? I, like, I wake her up. She's like, uh-huh. But... Oh, I must have spilled the beer on me. And I was like, a beer on you? No, girl. Like, you're naked. You're in my bed. There's no alcohol anywhere around here. You peed. You just peed on me. Like, and so, I had to, I just kicked her out. But she denied it. She's like, I never peed. I never did that. I was just like, really? Really? Though I will say, on the other side, I told a mutual friend of ours about this story that the girl said that she spilled a beer on herself. And this girl one time was at a... This other girl was at a guy's house doing the thing. Okay. And she actually did pee the bed. And when she woke up and she realized she had peed the bed, first thing she did was she went to the kitchen, grabbed a beer, sat back in bed, got in. And the guy just looks at her and goes, what are you doing? She goes, I got thirsty, so I grabbed the beer, but I spilled a little bit. Sorry. Oh, my God. And actually used that as the excuse. And so and he, he just, believed and that. And he believed it. This guy still thinks that she just randomly woke up in the middle of the night and as opposed to getting a glass of water, got a beer and accidentally spilled it on them. Oh, but no, gross. he was laying in pee. Oh, but my question is: so, do you have to buy the steamer? I say you don't buy the steamer. Yeah. I say you go. Look, I'll I'll have it. I'll pay to have it treated, which would probably be like sixty bucks or something, right? But I'm not buying you a whole steamer. Like you broke it. It's your fault. You're the reason I had to get this to begin with. I don't have urinary problems. It's you. Like <laughs> yeah, but why is the guy buying an entire steamer system? That's like crazy. Because clearly it doesn't. Because you can't just go one treatment, man. <laughs> You don't think you can get it off? He's probably looking like, wow, we went out for steak and asparagus. I'm never going to do two or three treatments on this. Like, there's no way this is coming out in just, you know, one quick steam. That's disgusting. No, if you do, here's the thing. If you are the girl, right? So you sat there. This is the girl wants to know. You have one of two options, all right? And you got to fess up and you got to, you know, you just got to sit there and adult up to this and realize that you have one of two options. First option, you go and you buy this man whatever he wants to make up for what you did. Whether that's new sheets, a steamer, a new mattress, whatever he has for you got to pay for all of that. And that's coming out of your pocket because you ruined it, okay? Number two, you go ghost. You avoid every fucking bar, every friend you have. You delete him on Facebook. You never contact him again. And you sit there and you chalk it up as a loss because those are the only two options you have right now. You either pay or you get the hell out. <laughs> 
Um, all right, I'm going to say this. I would do the. I agree that it's over. You're probably not having any contact with this person. Aside from, I would say, hey, look, why don't you return the steamer? You know, I, I'm. I don't have two hundred dollars to pay, but I'll pay to have the mattress professionally cleaned. Which actually, I don't know, might be the same price. But it's, I would. It's going to be the same price. We're saying, yeah, getting the mattress cleaned. It's like a couple hundred bucks around here. I know it is probably super expensive. Yeah. So at this point, you have to pay. That's what you have to do. Paying or you for go, the steamer seems excessive. You, go, you peed on it. I would not have to have the steamer. <laughs> well, you like peed. It's not like you, you know, let all are you functions me, go. Sarah? Do you know how much? Really? So you're telling me that? If now, all, if number two, I mean, that would be. Here's the note. A glass of water, right? You dump that on my bed, I probably don't need it steamed, okay? Maybe some soup or maybe like, you know, maybe if I even have like some juice, maybe a soda. I don't get it. Because see, I would actually drink that afterward. See, I would drink that, Sarah. Like I would actually drink the juice. I would drink the water. I would eat the soup. So if it spilled on my bed, I realize, wow, okay, that's still something that so I it- can put in my body. Now, I'm not going to drink a full cup of urine, right? <laughs> Okay, and that being said, if there's a full cup of urine on my bed, it's not the same as spilling the juice or, or you know, or soup or some sort of water or a beer or something like that. It's not, Sarah, because I would not consume a full cup of urine. Now I'll consume a full beer. Oh, I'll consume God. the water. So you can't. So you gotta literally. You gotta either get a brand new mattress for him or pay to do that. So gross. Okay, this man is not a 19-year-old in a college dorm that you're just sitting there, you know, <laughs> looking at both sides, seeing which side is stained less. That's why you know which side to sleep on. Like it's not that it's not that way anymore, Sarah. It he is, is true. an adult. Okay, he, he deserves to have a clean, nice mattress. That's the biggest. That's the biggest uh, expense a lot of people pay for. I know is a nice mattress. It's no, a nice I, mattress. I believe these two are in their 30s. So yeah, definitely, you're paying for that whole thing to get fixed. Wow. Oh my God. All right, you can weigh in. I uh, had a look. I, it's about anything. Anytime you break something or you ruin something, when you're an adult in a relationship like that, anytime you break something or ruin something, right, you have to either A, completely disappear, or B, pay for it in full and take care of it. I dated this girl, super fucking clumsy. God bless her heart. She Aww. could not stand up straight to save her life. She knocked over not one but two of my paintings off the, by my wall and actually broke, like, shattered the actual, like... Oh, uh, God, you like, got to pay for that. Like yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the port... Like, what do you call them? The picture frames. The glass. Frames, the, yeah, the, the picture, picture frames, frames glass. In, okay? So, because of that, I was like, straight up, you got to get these fixed, like, now. I don't care if you got to go to every Target in town. Like, go figure this out. Like, <laughs> or you're not coming back. And I had to sit and I say that. And they're like, really? So you're saying that you would not talk to me ever again over... I was like, yeah. If you don't get this fixed, I'm going to pay for it myself. I'm just never going to speak to you again. Wow, you're that's a tough ad- audience. That's how adults are. That's what it is nowadays in an adult. Okay, you spend your hard-earned money on something. I spend my hard-earned money on something. I've been to houses beforehand where I've accidentally knocked over, like, where I, like, I knocked over, like, a casserole dish and it broke. Yeah, and right? most of the time you offer to replace no. it and people are like, no, don't worry about it. Oh, I'm accident. smarter than that. I go and I replace <laughs> it because others are going to hold that shit above your head. Like, really? you go and replace it immediately. Absolutely. I'm trying to think of the last time I broke something somewhere. I'm, I know it's happened, but I would never hold it over people's head. It's a glass. I would definitely. Want. No, I'm like, if you don't offer, if you don't go, I'd be like, yeah, okay, then go get me a new one. Cool. <laughs> You're a tough audience. Oh my god. That's not tough, Lord. Sarah. That's how it is. Like we're adults. Oh, it's just a if, glass. If I can keep, but I buy something, and if I can keep it for ten years and it not break, you have it for three days and it shatters. 
Guess what? That's your own fault. I live like this. Me casa su casa, me car, e car. Oh, me me cash a suitcash as you just vented about Omarosa? No, no, no. My cash is not your cash. But when it comes to material things, I need the money. But don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. But when it comes to cups, glasses, or like a picture, unless it's like super valuable, I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's like to me, I don't even own a car now. But if I did and someone wanted to drive it, I'd be like, sure, whatever. So I I go to your house. You could have whatever you want. I don't have anything worth that much. I take a piece of your fine china that your grandparents, that your uncles gave you, right? How old is that stuff uh, from, like, from the 1920s? Oh, they've given me a lot of silver and stuff, silver okay. platters. No, right. I give you a silver, a silver platter. silver platter, and I sit there, and yeah. the first thing I do is I just, like, bang it over my knee, and I fold it in half. You're telling me that you'd be like, oh, well. Well, not if you did it intentionally, but if you did it by accident, I wouldn't care. It was on accident that I accidentally I slammed you, it over my knee, and it bent in half. Whatever you want to borrow of mine, you want to use my sheets? <laughs> What? Goodbye, guys. Now you want to end it? That's the line, Sarah. That's the there was a, there was a line. You can sleep then, in my sheets. Ew, no. I mean, I'd sleep with Dan. I just knowing that you were there is my problem. All right, everybody, manana. You have a lot to email us about. See you in small claims court. I'm a We're gonna get her.